You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Cause you had a bad day You take it one down You sing a sad song Just to turn it around You say you don't know You tell me don't lie You work on a smile And you go for a ride Hello you listeners, you're listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA Alyssa is out today doing stuff with the orchestra for, you know, stuff But I've got two incredible guests here John and Colleen Emery Woo-woo. They Hello, want Nick. you to tell us about your bad day. Wow. Nope. Yeah. So uh, it's so glad to have you on the show. Colleen's been, have you been on before? I have not. No. I've only been here for like Colorado Gives Day and at, on the radio station, but never with you, Nick. Oh, that's, I never got the invite. That's fair. I was, I've been really bad. <laughs> I used to have uh, people on all the time and then Alyssa and I just got into a routine and now it's nice to to bring some guests on. And then we have my critic, John Emery. That's right. I've been talked about on the show, but never on. <laughs> yeah. But you listen, so you know you've been talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I do. We, we could discuss this in more detail of, of the title of this, this radio show, but not, not yet. We'll, we'll warm up into this. Okay. Very good. One of John's criticisms is I go in without a script, so we have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I thought we weren't going to talk about it, and then you just started talking about it. The script? Oh, no. I was talking about the title, Nick Snacks. We'll get to that in segment two, maybe three. Okay. <laughs> but this is the perfect time for listeners to text in. We've, we've pre-recorded this, so we won't be getting this live. <laughs> I was like, text? Yeah, it's sophisticated. I don't know what the number is, but Micah's got that that somewhere. Text 888-530-0043. And uh, good morning, NoCo will read that text, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Of If you agree with John or not. They don't know what they're agreeing with me on, though. Not yet. I'll make my point later. Yeah. <laughs> He's been preparing this. <laughs> I'm agreeing in advance. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, it's a busy time of year, uh, especially for you, Colleen. You are the executive director of Hope House, Northern Colorado, and I had the privilege of pieing you in the face last week. Yes. I really appreciate you actually coming to do that. That sounds very strange, but uh, yeah, we on Colorado Gives Day, we had a power hour and decided that if we got um, to a certain goal amount that hour, that I'd do a pie in the face. And I thought, who in my realm of friends would enjoy it the most? And your name came up. And it seemed like you did a little too much, actually. The comments I received, and congratulations for that power hour goal. Thank that you. was pretty awesome. Thank you. Um, was, you know, I wanted it to be a surprise. So that was the comment I heard most was um, being mid-sentence and then just reaching over and, and smashing you in the face <laughs> with a pie. I, I received that, too. Everyone's like, were you shocked? I'm like, I'm, I'm literally shocked at nothing that Nick does. Um, and I figured there would probably be some kind of spontaneous something in that live uh yeah, version of pie in the face, but yeah, that's why you weren't allowed to do the ice bucket challenge. That's, that's fair. <laughs> did you see that, Nick? I did. Okay, that is uh, that is brave. That, that was really popular what years ago for uh, ALS fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and I was a recipient of that. Gosh, what was that? Maybe 2015. It was a while ago. But yeah, it's also brave of a husband to do that to his wife uh, or stupid. Could go either way. Yeah, well, I thought that's why you didn't do the pie in the face because you don't need ammunition to take you know at mm-hmm. home. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I did like your suggestion. I think you had commented something about now you have to nominate three. So while I've got you, I nominate you, Nick. No, you, I said three nonprofit leaders. Oh, I'm not a nonprofit anymore. Oh. Well, that's not as fun. I was thinking like, you know, Ben Barnhart. For sure. Ben Barnhart. Um, uh, who else can we get? Uh, Jamie Anderson, Genesis Project. Oh, gosh, yes. I yeah. think she would do that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. What's a good third? Uh, See how I did that? We'll, we'll come out. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll come out. I was very strategic one. with not setting myself up for this. Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, a Rotarian. Maybe Ryan Roth is uh, uh, the president of Greeley Satellite Rotary. Yeah. Ryan and I are in Leadership Old County this year together, and we sit in the back because I don't think they let us sit anywhere else. It's kind of like putting baby in the corner. Oh, me and Matt Astron were the same way when we were in Leadership Old County. We were the we were the kids that at one point we were laughing so hard from a joke we had in a text chain during the middle of class that Matt was laughing so hard his whole like head and his bald turned red to where Natisse thought he was choking and interrupted class because he thought Matt, <laughs> Matt was just us trying to stifle our laughter. It was like, you know, when you're in church and you get the, you know, a church case giggles. of the giggles and, and you just cannot stop. Yep. And uh, finally, Janet Alcorn, who was running the class at the time, just stopped. Everything's like, what is going on? And we, of course, couldn't share it because. Well, Inappropriate. Yeah. Um, Shocker. That was one of the, the, f- the most funny moments. Oh, my gosh. Just I can't wait to ask Matt about that. <laughs> Uh, we were texting earlier today. So, you know, I host trivia at uh, 477 Distilling yeah. and a couple other places around town. Actually, last week I had Alyssa. She runs trivia for me at a couple places. Christmas Vacation was incredibly popular at Aunt Helen's Cafe and Wine Bar. So, I mean, packed house. Uh, tonight, well, this is, you know, recorded on, on December 12th, but I'm doing the movie Elf. So Matt texted. He goes, hey, you're doing Elf on the 12th. Wow. Yeah. Colleen's Joe. a big fan of Elf. Um, I mean, the movie's okay. I just like to dress up as Elf. I think you do too, Nick, don't you? I, I have been known to... You both have the outfits. Yeah. Mine's, mine's in my car right now for Mine's tonight. more philanthropic. The reason I put it on, I think you just enjoy dressing up, but that's probably another episode also. Oh, yeah. You guys got to see me in a whole different light this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That was um, really fantastic. Yeah. If you have the chance next year to see... Uh, the Nutcracker? Who, who actually put it on? I don't even think. Uh, it was a combination of a lot of dance studios, but call, uh, and Nikeda, Northern Colorado Academy of Dance. Or I, I don't know what it I is. I was incredibly impressed, to be honest. I wasn't sure what I was walking to. I just saw you in your costume um, with some manufactured breasts. Mm-hmm. And um, that was enough to draw me there. But I didn't know what to expect other than that. Um, it was something. Um, and I hope you do it again. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I portrayed asked. the role of Mother Ginger, which is – Queen uh, of the gumdrops? Uh, no. Um, and depending on <laughs> what, what story we're going through with the Nutcracker oh, – no, I did – I was – Mother Ginger is a, a, a realm leader in the Nutcracker story from Tchaikovsky. But if you go back to the original that was written way back when, um, the Sugar Plum Fairy was kind of a B-word. Um, she was trying to set the realms at war against each other. But now the watered-down version, you know, for, for – people to not be offended is uh, is that Clara is maybe dreaming of all this but might not be dreaming of all this just 
magical stuff in a magical land. But for for years, Mother Ginger and tradition for dance companies across the country, probably world, has been portrayed by a cross-dressing man. Mm -hmm. On stilts. On stilts. I mean, and a giant, I'd say, 8 to 10 foot wide hoop skirt. Yeah. Where clowns, children emerge and start dancing around the stage and just causing havoc. Mm -hmm. But that's... If you were going to lead a group, that would be the group you'd lead, Nick. I didn't. I didn't have to audition. They, I mean, I did, but automatic. I I just filled out a I'm, typecast. Yeah, you know, there's a, a Sandra Pantaleo asked me over the summer. You know, last year she asked me if I'd be interested in doing the Nutcracker. I said sure because they were looking for somebody to play the grandpa. She's like you, you would do great. You know, they could dye up and make up. I don't know who the grandpa is. I haven't seen the Nutcracker. Um, and uh, so that role was filled, and he said, well, we have an opening for Mother Ginger. I said, okay, what's that? It's like, well, you dance on stilts. I said, okay, I'm in. I've been dancing <laughs> with the stars. I've made a fool of myself. Why not learn how to walk in stilts? And, uh, yeah. I, dancing uh, might be a little bit of an overstatement. That was incredibly difficult. That wow. Was, wow. Did you see he's getting some digs in before you get digs in? No, I, no, I'm just saying that the dancing wasn't fantastic. The donut in the bosom the oh, plucking of the eyebrows. The stars. Of oh, no, no. I did not see Nick at Dancing with oh. the Stars. I've only heard legend yeah. of oh, that. Yes. It's on YouTube. It's sensational. It is pretty good. Hamilton, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop. But yeah, Mother Ginger is, uh, I was on stilts. Finally, when I learned how to walk in stilts, then, you know, then they add the, the costume. And then I, I, there's no, there's no contingency plan if Mother Ginger goes down. Um, Drag her off? Yes. I see what you did there. Uh, Susan, um, my, 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 my partner, enjoyed so very much doing the makeup for that role. It took about an hour. That's what she said. With the clown makeup and, and the eyes, the eyelashes, the everything. She had I, – and I hated it. It was almost as bad as being at the eye doctor, you know, where they have that puffing eye machine, you know. They don't do that anymore, but, you know, to check for glaucoma because um, she had to, you know, use that pen and was just coloring under my eyes and then the brushy thing that was poking my eyelashes. I, I mean, I'm sitting there squinting and hating it and she was she – was, she enjoying it, probably. It. Oh, she had so much fun. Yeah. No, your makeup was great. And and what she spent an hour on that for a total of how many minutes on stage? Uh, about three minutes. Yeah. But shocking. They were sensational three minutes. Because mm-hmm. you have to, you know, try to get on stage. You have to wave, you know, coyishly to the conductor to get the thing started. You have the children underneath you that you can't see and that could easily end your life by pushing you over. There's a lot of trust there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Really odd backstage just to be referred to as mother by by, <laughs> by my clowns. Hello, mother. Hello, Children. mom. Hello. I, I just hey kids. It was it was a pretty fun experience. It was so stressful though because I could not fall and it it was so challenging to be balanced. And then I'm doing all I'm trying to do all these arm movements and trying to be extra, you know, because that's all people can see. But also like, oh, you know, that was a little too much. Here I go. I'm going to tumble. And it's all over. But I did not fall. That was my only goal was to not fall. Did you have to like dodge the thrones of the prince and princess also? Wasn't that kind of in your line of travel? It was It was. An, it was along the path. Yeah. Mostly it was all the stuff that's taped down on the sides of the wings. That right. was horrifying. I mean, I just... Cables. And, and the, the dress when I had to lift it up to, to move around and step on that. I mean... It was such a relief when the shows were over just because I didn't fall and injure anyone other than myself. Mission accomplished. Well, stay tuned. We have John and Colleen Emery on Nick's Snacks. We'll be right back after this break.
Welcome back to Nick's Snacks with John and Colleen Emery. So glad you're on the show finally. It's, it's nice to have... I'm excited. Yeah. Alyssa's going to be bummed she missed this one, but we'll, we'll have a nice moment of silence for her. She missed a really good song, too. Mm-hmm. So, the David Bowie song? I liked that one. No, the Moonspell song. Ah. So my, um, I got a family text chain, you know, and we, were, we, were, we don't text terribly often because, you know, then your phone just blows up. Although it was a prank one year, you know, because we have our family Facebook page. One of my aunts uh, had mentioned, oh, I left my phone at home, so if you need to get a hold of me, this is how. And so I united some of the cousins to send her messages. I think we got to over a 1,000 text messages Wow. To her. And then my cousin Lauren forgot it and made a grave mistake. Um, she ended up going home at lunch. She was a teacher to get it because we only had like 450 <laughs> texts at that point. But uh, that's a – yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. You got to be careful with those text chains. Yeah. Like, Colleen and I have a really good friend that uh, thwarted her children's high school uh, anarchy by taking her phone. Oh, so good. So oh. good. Should we mention that? Yeah, I think we should. Um, so, they don't live here anymore. No. Um, so junior seniors have TP wars with each other during homecoming week. Mm-hmm. And uh, her son, I don't know if he was grounded or what, but she had his phone. She also knew the resource officer at the school pretty well. And back in the day when our kids were there, it was pretty mindless stuff. But like as the years go on, it's more like vandalism that happens. And uh, so the kids were on this text chain sharing whose house we're going to next so the mom would text it to the resource officer, and the cops would be there before the kids were. And the kids were on the texting going, what the hell? How do they know that we're here? On to the next place. We're going to blah, 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 blah. The mom would text it in, and it. I think it was entertaining just listening to the kids <laughs> respond on the text train of like, how are they finding this out? Who's the narc? Who's the mole? Like, Oh, Police were one that. step ahead. Always. Not not really always, but in that case they were. In that case, not always. Yeah. No, 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 no. But anyway, text trains are they – they, they are fun. They can be fun. They yeah. also can be like, oh, gosh, my, my wrist, my Apple Watch won't stop buzzing. Yes. So my, my aunt's a teacher, my godmother, and she teaches English back in Indiana. So we had a, just a comment this morning, and she goes, on a totally unrelated note um, – Oh, I'm effing tired of kids trying to cheat and then lying about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they don't get far with her, as she says. Um, but she had to write more than one version of a test. So she made one for, a kid who, um, for the kids who skipped her class to get some answers. So she gave them the hardest test over Renaissance poetry ever. <laughs> and so then one of the kids, I guess, came up uh, and asked a very specific question that was on a, a previous version. And so my aunt, you know, I was like, so why, why are you asking that? Oh, we're just curious. Like, no, you, y'all cheating. My cousin Jacob is one of the driest, most comedic, you know, he's, his wit is legendary. And, uh, you know, so that's the, the family changed and, um, you know, apologized, I guess, and said it never happened again. Anyway, uh, my cousin Jacob says, if you cheat on a Renaissance test, you should get a Renaissance era punishment. A hundred percent. I love it. Yes. Love it. I, I cackled when I read that because to the guillotine. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> was that an eye for an eye or? Uh, no, so, that was like Old Testament stuff. That wasn't fair. the Renaissance. I think Renaissance is uh, a different level of brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so. you'd have to read poetry. Yeah. 
So uh, of Christmas gifts, I was at a networking event this morning and um, somebody was mentioning how she has a 10-year-old daughter who there's a, there's a present wrapped under the tree that looks like a cell phone. And she's so excited. But she was telling us it's, it's actually underwear that she got from Amazon and it came pre-wrapped, you know, it boxed and so all she had to do was wrap it. Didn't even think about the shape. And so now her 10-year-old is convinced it's an iPhone and it's just underwear. It's going to be Ouch. a good learning experience for her. <laughs> we were asked, she said, can you please film that? Because that poor child is going to open that <laughs> gift first and her entire Christmas is going to be ruined. Oof. That's, that's a rough one. How tragic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have, have y'all Killing dreams been left and misled right. on purpose? I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 Colleen's matter, got a good one. As a matter of fact, yeah. So John and I um, – Tradition, not this year because we're all kind of scattered, but we do a game show for our kids and uh, have come up with questions throughout the year. Colleen, how old are your kids? uh, How old are your kids, John? Well, they're in their late 20s. 30, 29, and 28. There you go. Or 27. It's valuable for the story. Anyway, um, (laughs) we we do this game show, and it's kind of the way they get a bunch of their little gifts, and it's just fun, and um, they're very competitive. And... Last year or the year before, my youngest, who's married, is a teacher in Fort Collins, um, mentioned something about either next year having one more member of the family at the game show or alluded to some sort of pregnancy to which my heart literally skipped out of my chest in joy, only to be told, just kidding. Oh. Oh, oh, that only oh. happened once. <laughs> only <laughs> once. Yeah. So today we kind of got back at her a little bit. She's got one of those like little snow villages that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she sets up. And uh, I saw this thing on TikTok because that's where I hang out. Um, You're so much cooler than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman who's, you know, she's probably like 40, 45, keeps going over to her mother's house that has the snow village and puts up these signs on the houses like – tobacco store with a big weed sign and um uh what was the what was the poll uh vixen's poll vixen's poll girls 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 that she puts on the houses um she made little garbage bags of like just trash in the street outline of a dead body things like that and it became so popular that she ended up telling people like hey i went ahead on my etsy store and just you know you can download these little signs so of course, that's what I did. And uh, John had to drop off some things at her house, so we went in and changed her beautiful snow village into... A little less beautiful. Has oh. she seen it yet? She did. She did, oh. right before we came in here. And she kept saying, what did you guys do? We're like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, uh, you didn't do anything to my house? I go, well, I gave your dog a bone, like a little treat. Nothing else? I go, I don't we played stupid and then she found out it was us and uh yeah so mess with the bull you'll get the horns i think that's how it goes yeah sort of that's how it goes i don't know that that's appropriate here but yeah i think if you if you can yeah if you dish it you got to be able to take it correct it's very unfair if if you're not able to do that yeah and i'm a I, i like to prank people i like to joke and that was a harmless prank Hers hit my heart a little harder. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's. And then when she tells you for real, you're not going to believe her. No, but also we've changed our will a little bit to reflect our less love. She has less percentage. Yeah. 
Yeah. There was a at this networking event they were talking about, you know, gifts and you know how, you know, sometimes you shake them, sometimes you you peek a little bit. Uh, but she was one of seven, so her parents would number the presents so they didn't actually know who it was for Ooh. to minimize. And I said, what was that ranking? It was like the the, the, the ranking order of <laughs> who was the best child that year, one through seven. That's a, for those ideas, for those who have kids out there who are a little snoopy, yeah. um, just you make sure you don't lose that master list, you know, if you have the names from one through seven. Yeah, Or I like one that. through five or one through whatever. Did you, did you have any uh, Christmas uh, traditions at your house? Not really. Yeah. That's a, often a question we get in, you know, when you're on a Zoom call, and let's mingle first. <laughs> That's been one. Um, trying to think. Did you have any growing up, Jeff? I didn't. We went to a number of different houses for Christmas, and so mm-hmm. no big traditions in there other than Swedish food, which is not the greatest food, but... Hey, hey that's where we get Malort. And some great music. Oh, my gosh, Malort. Remind me to tell you a story about Malort. Okay. When we come back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Nick's Next after this break. Abba. I don't. I don't think that was Abba. I've listened to a lot of Abba, and that that song I don't recognize. I'm gonna it's start, Summer Night City. I'm gonna have to start putting a appropriate the play on Nick Snack's playlist. <laughs> you you requested Abba. I played an Abba song just we, because it's an Abba cover song. We got to be more specific. Yeah, can't let Michael loose. No. <laughs> I've, learned, I've learned that from the Nerd Show, Nick. Yes. Which is a fantastic podcast. You're a loyal listener show. to the Nerd Show. I am. What is your what is uh what has been some of your favorite topics that we've explored? Well, I think um you know, in the different movies that you review, that's always fantastic. Hearing Micah's view on the Broncos is helpful and the banter back and forth is enjoyable. And it's a running theme. You hear that week over week. You there, know. Have there been any shows or movies you've decided to watch thanks to the Nerd Show's reviews? I did. I did. I'm watching The uh, the Expanse ah. on Prime based on the uh, the review. And you know what? I watched Dungeons & Dragons. I would have never watched that one. But it got a Nerd Show stamp of approval. That was I, a very good show. That was just not a lot of movies that you can just turn on and enjoy, you know? And it's like, that, that was a fun one. And I watched it, enjoyed it, and, you know, I'm supportive of the stamp of approval. Yes. So that, I got a couple of them there. That's validating for Are us, Are you saying Micah? the Nerd Show stamp of approval gets a stamp of approval? <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. I guess Nerd Show stamp of approval. We need a John Emery nice. stamp of I approval. I mean, you, di- you guys did diverge once about raising children, which I'm not sure that you're the experts on that, but it was an interesting discussion. I don't remember this. It was a couple, couple months ago. Oh. It was good, though. I'm no expert. But it was okay. I'd rather talk about that than Dungeons and Dragons myself. But, but uh, you didn't see the movie. Why you might I, like the movie. Why would I see the movie? 
it was because it has the nerd show stamp of approval colleen what more do you need nerd show stamp of approval was was hugh grant in that movie i don't believe so yes he was was he he was one of the bad guys yeah wasn't he the evil bad guy Oh, yes, he was. Yes. Why don't you tell people how you, how you met Hugh Grant, John? I did meet Hugh Grant once. So like all good stories, we were in Amsterdam, uh, yes. and that's how all good stories start. <clears throat> we uh, went to a, a bar with some friends, and there was something going on on the street. I went into the restroom, as did some other people, and there was a very tall man going to the bathroom next to me. Uh, and I didn't look over, you know, eyes straight ahead, and it was fine, and, and then I walked out and my friend said, did you see Hugh Grant come out of the bathroom? And I looked over and I saw Hugh Grant and I thought, well, that's the person I was going to the bathroom next to. So, How tall is he? I don't know, but he's a tall guy. You're pretty tall, John. So but, he was taller than you? You're missing the point. I was next to Hugh Grant. You, you were and you didn't even you – did, you, you maintained no eye contact. I did. I, right. But That's what I asked. Yeah. Micah, how tall is Hugh Grant? Uh, taller than me. Cool. Uh, I, mean, I can internet search. That's it. a short bar. That's that's a fascinating story. Is that the only famous person you've met? Well, uh, I guess been next to when you've taken the leak? Well, urinal with, buddies, I think, is urinal buddies. With that description, yes, that's true. That's probably the only person I've come that close to. I the have internet met. says Hugh Grant is 5'11". John, you're tall. Was he wearing lifts? He was. He must have. He must have gotten some <laughs> some boots from the some, uh, Florida governor. DeSantis or, uh, boots. Yeah. Or uh, what was that? It's the Seinfeld episode with George, the the Timberlines, <laughs> when he spray paints them so he can use them at the wedding because some woman saw him in them and he was all paranoid that he'd be too short the next time they they saw each other. <laughs> you know, this my experience was 20 years ago, and so you know memories get a little bit clouded over time. So, uh, darn. There you go. Well. Now, I, I think now is appropriate to – John, what's your beef with Nick Snacks? Yeah, it's not really a beef. It's really more constructive criticism. <laughs> oh, Nick. OK. Well, so, listeners were – I'm just writing as if I was writing for the media. You know, John Emery has beef with Nick Snacks. Yeah, you got to get really, it. Really, it's constructive Sensational criticism. Sensational and everything like yeah, that, right? It's clickbait. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> so uh, I'm just trying to expand your listener pool, your audience – uh, and I just gave a little bit of, of criticism that I think you need to try to stay on some topic um, because you never know what you're going to get. And listeners like myself, we don't want to go listen to a podcast that could be interesting or it could be completely obscure and irrelevant. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you know about, Nick. I mean, you know about owning and driving a Tesla here in Colorado. You could talk about that, you know, and all your escapades. Every on that. week? No, no, not every <laughs> week. But, you know, you also you also play hockey. Um, and you are a billet uh, family leader, whatever that's called. You know, you have you host people. He talks um, about that every week. Yeah, but he doesn't talk about the detail of it here in Nick Neck, do you? I don't know. I haven't listened. To, I've not listened to the show in a while. I I can tell. <laughs> I, I we did a whole talkie segment a few weeks ago. I had a buddy on and and some of my billets. I did lose one this weekend. And I'm you still lost reeling he, from is that. Is he still with us? Or? Well, he, he's sounds, alive. Okay. He's just no longer. <laughs> lost him in uh, the, the park. And uh, <laughs> the kid was, never, was crying, never found. called the police. It, it wasn't the kid. It was me. So I just think some themes that are recurring so that people know why they want to tune in, I think that would be great. We because do have Alyssa's um, astrology. astrology. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a – I like – 
that interpretation, because I'm not a person who will look at my horoscope every morning and then try to look for those signs all day long. Because you believe in science. I, yes. And I, but I like the, the approach of, hey, these are things going on. This is what's associated with it. And then retro, like that was a that was a funky week last week. Okay. To be fair, though, I totally defend you. I don't think you need to have a theme of your podcast. I think the theme could be um, always learning. Well, it so was designed to, to be like the... Seinfeld, a show about nothing, yeah. but also everything that yeah. people can relate to. Yeah. But, Nick, I hate to tell you, but you're not Jerry Seinfeld. Well, well. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an uncle you're not, who looks a, a lot like Jerry Seinfeld. You're not a professional comedian. No, but I'm sometimes really hilarious. Mm-hmm. See, I think I'm funny. Ex- mm-hmm. Well, you know I'm sure why? you do. I'm not going to burn. I'm not going to do the chicken. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. But let me just give you an example. I think the Nerd Show is fantastic, but I can go on my podcast app. I can look at. I can see what movies you're reviewing or what your topics are, and I can decide whether I want to watch or not. Now, when the when the Knicks knacks comes up, I I need to be better. Mike is usually sometimes really good at reminding me to send a script, like a detail of what we talked about. I will. uh, You can blame me for that. No, he's the content provider. You're just you know helping. Yeah, I don't think Micah gets the blame on that Micah, one. Micah, I think you have a much bigger role in life than just helping. I'm going to save that. <laughs> I should have listened to that, too. That's going to be another button of Now, mine. we're going to have a whole series of Micah affirmations. <laughs> and right now, Colleen's got two of them on. Micah. On... <laughs> yeah, just uh, the, the one, the first one I had to put together before the show. Right, right. But, yeah, that could that could be something. Yeah. I appreciate the constructive criticism. I'm just trying to help out. I I need to get better about who I had on the show or what we talked about. That way folks can say, oh. I'm interested. Yeah. Or I'm not interested. What happened December 12th? I think it's a personality thing. I think, John, you're very measured. You like to know what's next, coming, whatever. For the spontaneous people of the world, we're like, Nick, give it to me. What's happening today? No, you know what? Here's the situation. So you're a big TikTok fan. I know that. Um, and that creates an algorithm. So the next thing that comes up for you is something relevant in the podcast. Are you saying world, she's predictable? Yeah, that'd I'm be not, the first gonna, time you've ever I'm said. I'm not going to answer that, Micah. But, um, <laughs> but on the podcast world, there's a lot of competition, Nick. There and is. you've got to be able to draw people in. You've got to catch them with something and have them want to come back every week. That's fair. And so you know, so you need to have a hook. We're starting with just content of what the episode was about. But I, I think you should focus in, hone in on where you have some really strengths, some real strengths. I have a lot of strengths. Mm-hmm. I know, but focus Agreed. on some of your best mm-hmm. and take that because you've got to rise above everyone else. I do. In the, in the, everybody has a podcast. Well, I don't. But a lot of people have podcasts. Uh, you probably listen more than my parents do. That could be. I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm going to get a lecture when I go home for Christmas now. This will be the episode they listen to. Right. Yeah. Nick, you're amazing. Thank. Now I have an affirmation list. <laughs> <laughs> All good feedback. Text 888. I don't know. We'll text the morning show. They'll either agree with John, disagree with John. But we might have a new Nick Snacks topic agenda next year. Stay tuned. More Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break.
sounds sexy on this. Welcome back to Nick's Next with Colleen and John Emery. As I'm typing out the script of what we discussed to send to Micah so we can have that in the body of the Spotify. Look at that. I'm touched that you took my advice, listened to it, and, you know, you're making it your own now. I wish somebody else would take my advice and listen to it with regard to... This is not marital counseling. Electric Roasted. <laughs> One thing I cannot offer any type of support on. See, Nick welcomes Colleen and John Emery as they discuss fundraising holiday traditions, John's constructive criticism, in quotes, and um, I don't know. We'll see what happens this last segment. Beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say utter Now, disdain. should we qualify this as Broncos fans? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Micah, uh, you'll appreciate it. I gave up on the Bears when they took uh, Jake Plummer. No, not Jake Plummer. Jake Cutler. Cutler. When they took Jake Cutler, I was done with the Bears. The fact that they traded somebody for that player um, showed me that they really don't have any level of competence. No, the McCaskies are idiots. McCaskies, whatever they are. I mean, Virginia is like 97 years old. I think she's, still alive. she's been weekend at Bernie's it for a while. I don't think she's involved in player personnel. You know, they, they but they've had poor hiring like for years up, up and down. Yeah. You know, it's still a miracle they made it to the Super Bowl in the mid-2000s. I mean, how do you have Rex Grossman facing off against Peyton Manning as two quarterbacks? You have a really good defense. Yeah, defense wins championships, but like they, they were also, I think, put up as many points as the offense did that year. Same with Devin Hester. But I guess I'm, I'm a... I don't know. You're going to remain a Bears fan? Yeah. Okay. I'm loyal. I think there's something about the Midwest, you know, loyalty. I'm not, uh, you know, some of these bandwagon fans who move out to Colorado. Then they, you know, I, li- I like when the Colorado teams do well. Um, it's I, always enjoyable. And I, I'll, I'll watch them and cheer for them. But I'll be, a, I'll be a Bears fan for life. I don't think after watching for 40 years that you would consider that a bandwagon fan. I'm not saying you are. Oh. I'm saying others are who move out here and then they win the Super Bowl and then they're all Broncos fans. But those are the cold weather fans who are now, you know, were, were just saying the most awful things when they were one and six, you know, just uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, then their whole attitude changes. I, as a fan of all the sports that I enjoy in teams, recognize when we stink and it is what it is and I won't flip flop. I've okay. never lost faith in the Broncos, and I never will. 17-0 and 0 or 0-17, I'm on board. Micah is... That's admirable. It is. Mm-hmm. But I also, because of those fair-weather fans, and you get that for any sport and any, any team, um, sometimes have a lot of enjoyment when they, when they don't do well. Because mm-hmm. like now, they're having a really good run. And I would almost find it comical if they lost out the rest of the season and got all these fans excited. Meanwhile, the Bears are are getting the number one draft pick next year because, what, they have the number one pick from uh, is it Carolina or something that only has one win. That's not bad for the Bears. Yeah. We need all the help we can get. Whether they do something good with it or not is yet to be <laughs> Well, we know they're not to be going determined. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're nearing the end of the year. Um, probably only have one more next snacks this year, but... What was 2023 like? And I don't know, three words. Just somebody asked me that recently and I and I fast. Yeah. 
It you can't like use a synonym went... either. Fast, quick, yeah, speedy. <laughs> felt like that, really. It was a challenging year. Yeah. I think it was pretty difficult. Yeah. It was about this time last year I received my offer from Edward Jones. That's exciting. And I, was, I think it was today. It was oh. right before. I think it was the morning of uh, our first Christmas brass concert that I announced to oh, the yeah. conductor. It's been a whirlwind of a year. Yeah. That's Holy a big cow. commitment from a study and yeah. work standpoint Super to get there. Super proud of you, Nick. That is not easy watching you go through all that. I've, uh, I was realizing today because I'm exploring trips to take. I, I need something to look forward to. I learned that about myself. Because last year, to cleanse the palate from careers, I went to Japan and had a great experience. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time traveling overseas in so long that I was like, I want to do that again. So for me, I'm a person who will just work and work and work and work. Eh, that's fine. But I need something to look forward to. That mm-hmm. way I get excited about it. Where are you going? Cancun. What are you thinking? Cancun. I think, yeah. Probably at the end of January, early February, because I need warmth. Like, it's, it was bitter cold today, and it wasn't mm-hmm. even that cold. It can get much worse here in Colorado. But Indiana, boy, you're getting soft. Yeah, we have sunshine here. That's true. We're thawed out, you know, almost, you know, 48 hours after a snow, as long as we get some sun. Indiana, ooh, no, it's cloudy and, you know, miserable for months on end. Were you surprised I've done the ice or the uh, polar bear plunge? No. Oh. That was that was northern Wisconsin. That was that's where cold doesn't really equal cold, right? That's where it's like lukewarm. Ugh, I don't know what it was. It felt like shards of glass to my skin. There's something that's uh, I, you know I see those ice baths when athletes take, yeah. but also I, I can't do that. I can't do cold showers. That's not nope. It's healthy for you though. It's supposed I to be know. so good. It is. I just can't do it. Yeah, that's not a daily thing. No, but kudos to those who do do that. I'm thinking about getting a personal trainer as well in, in the new year. Um, cool. One night of hockey isn't cutting it for me. Just, I don't know, I need more activity, but I'm also really busy. I also don't like gyms, and I've never liked them. James, gyms, I don't know, whatever they go by. Gyms, James, people. Jim, where, where, where's Micah with the bad joke? I don't know. He must have missed that one. Now he's going to cue it up. <laughs> <laughs> If you know Nick, your fingers should always be on that button. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like going to gyms. I don't, I'm motivated, but not necessarily in that aspect of my life when it comes down to discipline and, you know, going to a gym for an hour a couple of days a week. So I'm exploring, you know, what a trainer would, would, would cost and how that would look. Just I also, to give you some, uh, some responsibility, some holding you accountable? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I, I like checking in when people are – you know, I do that in my career. Why don't I do that for my health? Right. It's good. Well, you've had like a change of also scheduling, right? I mean, scheduling with Edward Jones looks different than running a nonprofit. And and also, you're all over the place all the time. So I think some investment into that for you would be really good just to focus on Nick. Yeah. Put it on your schedule. Then I you'll know. be there. I'm gonna, I want to start trimming some things. I'm really exploring. I'm going to do my business plan for 2024 with Edward Jones. And oh, I thought you some... meant physically trimming something. I didn't know. Oh, I mean, I might meant. be doing that too. Um, but I want to, you know, what's, what am I putting some time to that I'm not feeling as fulfilled with? Right. And what can I kind of let go? Because I, I love to cook. I love hosting people. I, don't, I maybe do that once a month. I would no. Last night I was finishing up dinner at nine thirty for Susan and I. Oof, I was exhausted. Well, don't invite us over at that time. That's no, about. that's silly. I just, I mean, that's bedtime for us. Sometimes it's nice to just have a night in, and but it's 
I prefer summer months where, you know, you can get the smoker out and you have, you know, the, the, the patio. You're a great host, actually, with cooking, I will say. I've been I, the recipient of that, and it's been a lot of fun. I have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully uh, we were talking on the break that John is currently unemployed. Um, but uh, I call it fun employed. You're having fun during this time, right, before you start your new job? I would yes. call him more my personal assistant. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hopefully this uh, job will allow him time for, like what you're saying, exercise, time to kind of invest in him, too, because it's been a grind for how long? About three Th- years. 30? Three years. No, no, I'm talking since the beginning. Oh, since the beginning, beginning, 32 years. Yeah, <laughs> the beginning, beginning. Yeah. Um, so I, we, we hope that 2024 is going to look different for that. And... Uh, I think this will be my fourth year in nonprofit, so th- things and processes are starting to be in place that makes it easier. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And you're growing. So congratulations on an awesome Colorado Gives Day fundraiser, Thank hitting your you. goal of $10,000. Yep. Yep. Still time to give by December 31st. Take advantage of those tax credits. Also, if you're of age for required minimum distributions, you can donate to a nonprofit and help avoid some of those taxes that Uncle Sam Look at you combining your on. nonprofit experience with your financial experience, Nick. You are Corporate matching, too. Look at this. Yes. Find your company and match it. This year, and it was awesome. It felt so good. Both volunteer hours and cash donations. Nice. I hope it worked. Thanks for tuning in to Nick Snacks. We've had John and Colleen Emery, and that's our cutoff.